0: Welcome back to another installment of Geeks Who Haunt, a easy listening episode where we talk about everything horror. Tonight we have a very special guest. Um, He is a co-host from our brother podcast, Geeks with Shields. Um, How are you today?
1: Uh, I'm all right. I guess I didn't think I was considered a guest, but I'll I'll, I'll be honored. So.
0: (laughs) You are my guest, okay?
1: (laughs) Well, especially considering i'm not a big fan of horror in general but i do have i do have thoughts on it so i'm glad to be here
0: okay well i'm so thankful that you are here to talk with me today because like like you said you're not a big fan of horror i kind of knew that so i kind of thought today would be an interesting uh topic to discuss how we got i don't i don't want to say how we got into horror but how horror kind of shaped the way we look at like horror movies and scary things and stuff because i absolutely love horror and you don't
1: so That makes sense to me uh, how our opinions were shaped might be the best way to put it.
0: Yeah. Okay. So a little backstory on me. I lived in a very small town um, and we lived like maybe 15 minutes to half an hour out of any major towns around us because... Um, we lived like on this really small secluded ranch and stuff with like nobody around us. And the small school I went to, um, it was like I said, about 15 to 30 minutes away from us. And, um, I had this best friend, um, and her parents were best friends with my best, with my parents. Cause they all kind of worked together at the exact same shop. And I remember one day I was hanging out with her and she had told me, you know, my dad has this really, um, really scary movie that we can watch and everything and um she had pulled out oh shit what what is this called (laughs) a nightmare on elm street the very first one sorry and i didn't know what to think of it because i had never watched anything scary before and i didn't really just want to go right into it because it immediately kind of scared me because like i said i've never watched anything scary before and so we didn't watch it that day, even though she kept trying to get me to do it. And I had gone and talked to my dad that night. And he was like, Oh, yeah, do not watch that, Kelly, you're gonna get so scared. You know, you're not gonna be able to sleep, you're gonna piss the bed, blah, blah, blah. I was just like, Oh, my God, I'm never gonna watch it. Well, the next day I watched it.
1: (laughs) Wow, that's a great vote of confidence, dad.
0: (laughs) But he was correct. Okay, I never pissed the bed. But (laughs) <laughs> um like I say we lived out on a really small ranch so that night after we had watched it and stuff I was scared fucking shitless like um I had watched we had watched it during the day and everything and all the rest of the day I was scared that night I could not sleep because we kind of had like a little storm going on so and it was kind of fall so all the leaves were off the trees and stuff and they were scraping against the house I had nothing but like fields all across the vision from my bedroom and stuff. I was so scared. I just knew Freddy Krueger was gonna come and get me. And I I can't say I regret watching it, but every time I talk about my experience, like it's hard for me to put into words my experience with it because it scared me shitless. But I'm so glad I watched it because soon after we watched the first one, we immediately watched the second and third one.
1: You know, I think it's funny that you mentioned that your first horror movie was nightmare on elm street because if i'm thinking back to my past the first horror movie that i remember seeing was a nightmare on elm street three dream warriors
0: see like i i honestly didn't remember um a lot about number three until um lord commander ulrich and i had gone back i don't know like maybe three years ago and rewatched all the freddy movies the nightmare movies and stuff uh, i don't like number three and so i can kind of see as to why i don't remember it very much from when i had first watched it
1: Really, you don't like dream warriors i know a lot of people consider that like one of the one of the better ones because it's definitely the first one that got really silly but it's silly in that kind of like fun way although at the time all i remember is that scene where he cuts the kids like veins and puppeteers him to the roof and then throws him off like, oh
0: Yeah, it was his tendons. But yeah, that was like, th- even thinking back to it now, like I don't like uh, Dream Warriors very much, but that scene still, like it still gives me goosebumps cause it's still, I don't know. I would hate to have that happen to me, I guess. So it, it gives me goosebumps
1: so fun thing about my reaction to that that movie right uh i i wasn't actually scared that freddie was gonna come and get me because i i guess i was old and i was i think it was like five or six at the time right and i think i was old enough to cognizize or whatever the word is that freddie comes for you in your dreams right scared during the day but i did have nightmares for like a month afterwards with freddie freddie
0: yeah um, my mother uh she she I remember one night I could not sleep because I was so scared. Um so I was standing in the kitchen reading the back of uh, cereal boxes to try and calm myself down. <laughs> and she had come out of the bedroom and caught me in the kitchen and I made the excuse. I was just really fucking hungry, <laughs> so she made sure <laughs> every night before bed that I got a bigger helping of dinner. <laughs>
1: So did you have a – because I had a technique that I finally used to get over it. So did you have a trick or a a sequence or something you did to finally, like, move beyond this particular –
0: See, my dad, when it got to the point that I honestly couldn't sleep anymore – because I think I was, like, maybe in sixth grade, so, like, maybe 10 or something. um, My dad used to work really early morning shifts because he was a store manager at Hastings in Moscow at the time. and rip,
1: um, rip. Huh? Oh, sorry. You said Hastings, so I had to do a rest in peace. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> and um, I remember one morning, he was up at like four or something like that, and I couldn't sleep. I was scared. So I went out and I was like, Dad, can you help me? And he was all like, when I was a kid, and it's kind of silly to think of now, but he was like, when I was a kid, I used to get in bed whenever I was scared, and I would close my eyes, and I would picture this Orb in my head, and whatever color it was depends on. Was green. Mine was kind of like this uh, silvery purple color. And he said to picture this orb in your head and to kind of imagine it like growing out and encompassing your whole body to uh, to help protect you. And that helped me. That honestly helped me get past it. And ever since then, I I was able to you know sleep. I was just fine. Um, it was probably also thanks to my friend, my best friend, uh, that first introduced me to horror movies, that we went and watched the Chucky movies not too long afterwards. And even though I was scared by Chucky and stuff, I really enjoyed it. And the more horror movies she introduced me to, the more I found that I really enjoyed it. But when I very first was introduced to horror, it was that imagining the orb surrounding me and protecting me that my dad had told me to do that, that really got me through.
1: A dad's sphere of protection. I I approve. My my method of getting past was a lot more goofy. I'm gonna say I I like sharing the story, and this gives me an excuse to share it. But so, like I said, I was having a nightmares about Freddy for about a month after seeing Dream Warriors, mostly due to that tendon scene. But I finally had this weird kind of epiphany that okay, Freddy comes by his very mechanical nature. What is described in the movie, he can only come after you in your dreams. That means logically. That if you see him, you must be dreaming. Period. Right? That like that's a deductive reason. A reason. So yeah. yeah. So I got to this point where I I went to sleep. I saw Freddy coming at me. I had this moment. I was like, Oh, there's Freddy. I must be dreaming because I'm dreaming. I have control. And what did I do? Did I make myself a like, Superman and beat him up? No. Did I make myself like just disappear and make him go away? No. What my little six-year-old brain did was turn myself into a green slime. Really? Yeah, just a green blob. And then Freddie came over and was just stabbing into the blob, but I was a blob of slime. I, I, there.
0: <laughs> That's freaking awesome. <laughs>
1: So he couldn't hurt me anymore and I never had a nightmare about him again because it's like I can just turn into a form you can't hurt.
0: (laughs) So was Dream Warrior the kind of horror movie that you were first introduced or was there something else that you were introduced to horror?
1: There was one movie that's earlier, but I didn't list it because I don't really remember. I remember it having an impact on me. I I think I was like the same similar age. I might have been a little younger, Uh, but I remember this Halloween happening and... I, we were at some party. I don't remember the details, but someone had put on Pumpkinhead. Now I haven't watched Pumpkinhead in two decades, so I don't remember any details about it. But I remember when I was that young, seeing the the creature just running, like scared the hell out of me. Like it was just a freaky image.
0: Yeah, I watched Pumpkinhead this past year. It was kind of stupid, but at the same time, I really enjoyed it because you know I really love stupid horror movies. So
1: so there's an interesting kind of thought right which is what is the appeal in general like why the difference in feeling between me and you because there are there are some now for instance i love the original nightmare on elm street i think that's a stone cold classic I, i love phantasm right i like a lot of the old 80s kind of stuff but horror tends to be about as far as i can tell right purposely causing your fight or flight response to like pump adrenaline into your body it's the same reason people ride you know roller coasters just done with you know story instead of like actual physical threat it's like tricking your body into thinking it's being threatened right
0: oh gosh yes i absolutely love the feeling of when they do a horror movie right and it just gives me the goosebumps it makes you know my flight or uh fight instinct kick in or anything like but unfortunately, it's really hard to find a good horror movie nowadays that does that. And um, I, I don't know. I guess that's another topic. But well,
1: my, my point of bringing that up, though, is that if that is, in a large part, the reason behind liking horror movies, I don't enjoy that feeling. That's why I'm generally not into horror movies. The horror movies I do tend to like are ones that I find like intellectually stimulating that have ideas that are that are fascinating or that are like well act like it's the stuff outside of that. So the actual horror element tends not to be okay. Example: What uh, two years ago my favorite movie was It, the the new It, which is technically a horror movie, and it did you know scare me at least twice. But I was into it more for like just how good the imagery was and like how well acted the the kids were. So. The actual feeling of like my heart pounding in my chest is not something I chase.
0: <laughs> no, I completely agree with you with the new It movie and stuff. It it was pretty much the exact same thing with me. Um, unfortunately, I found that it was kind of boring except for a few uh, a few points in the movie where it actually did kind of get my heart racing. But I I am one of those that loves the feeling of having my heart race and feeling like. Feeling that feeling, I don't know. Um, But at the same time, I am also a huge B-rate horror fan. Like, I love the cheesy, campy, stupid, horrible uh, horror movies that come out. Like, like Lord Commander Ulrich, I've been told, absolutely hates the peppermint. Uh, the Puppet Master uh, movies, I love them. I also love the Gingerbread Man uh, horror movies. Oh, no. <laughs> they, they make me laugh so hard. I love them so much. And Thanksgiving and all that other stupid shit. I love that. I love it so much.
1: Have you seen the uh, the like Evil Tomatoes from outer space or something like that?
0: I don't know if I've seen that. To be honest, I know it's very familiar. I know that I've heard of it, but. Thinking about it, I don't think I've seen it to be honest.
1: There's also a Killer Clowns from Outer Space. If correct, right? Yes,
0: I remember that. I watched that when I was a kid with my father. Oh, I loved it so much.
1: Yeah, you're uh, you're on your own with. That. I, I I mean I like old horror movies for a number of reasons, but yeah, I, I draw a line at like Puppet Master. I could get behind, but I draw a line at the Gingerbread Man
0: i can't help it i love it just like i love the leprechaun movies like i think they're so stupid so so stupid but i love them so much
1: the first one
0: nah i love them all even leprechauns from the hood bro come on leprechauns Uh, from max space bro come on (laughs)
1: uh,
0: leprechauns back to the hood
1: Oh uh, okay. <laughs> I the closest to that I can get is I like uh I like Gremlins and Gremlins 2, which are, are purposefully goofy, but also kinda I don't know if they're even scary at all. They're just really goofy.
0: I have to say I don't like the Gremlin movies. I think they're
1: kinda stupid. Interesting. <laughs> <That'd be fun.
0: laughs> yeah, I know. So um, as a, a
1: side note, do you like do you like roller coasters then?
0: Oh, I freaking love roller coasters.
1: Yeah, I, I do not. So uh, th- this ties into the same kind of thing. Uh, how about how about this? Have you ever been like skydiving?
0: No, and I'm very, I'm honestly very afraid to go skydiving, even though I know there's only a slight chance that like my shoe in my backup chute won't open or whatever. I just don't want to push my luck that much because my ultimate fear is that I'm going to die and anything that could cause my death, I don't really want to do. <laughs>
1: Uh, you want you want that that feeling of of fear in a contained, safer environment.
0: <laughs> exactly, I want behind a big old cage <laughs> where it can't get me. Hmm.
1: You know, uh, so you'd think that. So I have thalassophobia. This is pretty well known, which is fear of large bodies of water and you know the ocean and stuff like that. So you'd think that uh, my worst feared movies would be things involving that, like uh, Jaws, for instance, and. Jaws doesn't really scare me, like it should, but it it doesn't really. Uh, I love the Creature from the Black Lagoon, which I guess should scare me, but it doesn't. But then the stuff that does end up scaring me is not even – I remember watching Life of Pi, and there's a scene in it that's supposed to be beautiful where, like, the camera is up top and you see this whale swimming, like, underneath Pi in his boat. And I was just, like, clenching in my seat, like, ah!
0: No, I completely understand what you're talking about. Like, I had no problem with open waters or anything like that until I was in, like, uh, zoology and, like, other... Oh, God, what was the other... Uh, it was some sort of, like, ocean science or something like that that I took in high school. And ever since then, I cannot do open freaking waters. Like, even just a lake, like, in Oregon and stuff, I cannot do. If I cannot see my feet, if I cannot see the bottom the sand or anything like that i cannot do it if the sand is super soft and my feet sink into it oh hell no like it's a big old no for me
1: yeah i definitely understand that my my point to bring it up is that like i can't really think of too many horror movies that actually try to latch on to that particular set of fears like the only thing what was that do you remember that uh that shark movie with samuel l jackson where he gets eaten by the the shark while giving the kick-ass
0: oh gosh (laughs) uh deep blue sea
1: yeah that's like one of the only i think it was supposed to be a scary movie it was kind of ridiculous but uh, (laughs) there are not that many movies that seem to be like meant to be scary that actually do the ocean thing which would would be really effective for someone like me
0: yeah i honestly think that that would be something very interesting because i've um i've seen a couple recent ones like they're tech they were technically released like a while ago, but I've seen them recently. And I honestly cannot remember them. But they did have something to do with like, you know, being a surfer and open water and sharks and stuff like that. And it really wasn't that scary. And if you listen to our first episode, uh, with Lord Commander Ulrich and I, we had talked about some horror uh genre cliches and stuff like that. And I never honestly thought about maybe delving more into ocean fear and open water fear and stuff like that because like you had said it would honestly do a lot of damage to some people because you wouldn't think about it but there are a lot of people afraid of open waters Um, and it would honestly bring something different to the table other than the, you know the same old like haunted dolls and shit like that so
1: yeah hey we we don't humans don't have gills and we can't see in the dark we're not meant to be in the ocean
0: <laughs> exactly don't worry. I completely feel you on all parts.
1: So on a, on a more, to jump a bit here in topic, one type of horror movie that I actually do tend to like quite a bit are sci-fi horror movies. Something about once you set it, it in like space or have it be, you know, a futuristic thing, I get a lot more into it. I mean, classic example, this is a, you know, a great movie in general, but like alien, the original alien, that definitely is a haunted house movie that just happens to have an alien instead of a ghost. And I love every second of it.
0: I completely agree. Like, uh, like you said, Alien, uh, The Thing, uh, Pitch Black. You know the Vin Diesel movies and stuff like that. I, I, I love those. Um, so I completely agree with you.
1: Um, so I don't know what it is. Like once you just add add a little sci-fi spice into it, or maybe it's you're adding horror spice to a sci-fi movie. I don't know. Dep- like I'd say Pitch Black is more the latter while alien is more the former so it just oh. depends but it makes it a lot more palpable or pal- what, palatable, palatable.
0: <laughs> yeah no i i don't know i completely agree with that and um but i i feel like that might be a different topic to be honest what we can do to change horror a little bit but anyway i am going to just go ahead and wrap up this episode because i honestly feel like we've kind of talked about everything that you know how we got into horror and what kind of how horror how the horror movies have uh shaped us and everything so i want to go ahead and thank you axel for go for uh joining me on my on my small little itty bitty podcast
1: well thank you for having me on if you uh if you want to have me on again like if there's some interesting horror movie out to watch i will do my best to bear through it if anything i think having me talk about something that I maybe had to watch through my fingers because I'm not a fan. <laughs> could be interesting, but you just let me know.
0: I would honestly love that. And I don't mean to torture you, but I think talking about it would be very enjoyable.
1: Yeah. Just uh, to Keep give me heads up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and as I would like to say, it's good for views. So <laughs> thank you, Axel, for joining me. Um, to any viewer out there watching Geeks Who Haunts who have not checked out Geeks With Shields, go and check the, check out the many episodes of Geeks With Shields. They talk about everything geeky and nerdy, um, anything under the sun. It's very entertaining. Um, and they've got many people that really like listening to them, especially Chris Chipman, which I have to say, he's going to be my next guest on Geeks Who Haunts. Awesome. <sighs> just a little spoiler so thank you Axel
1: yeah uh, have have a good time with Chris I love Chris he's great
0: thank you I will and for everybody listening I would like to thank you for listening as redundant as that is and I will see you on the next episode of Geeks Who Haunt